All righty, guys. This is Trip Turlington. It's two for one time. Two for one. Two dances for $25 at the table or 55 for two dances in the VIP. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Passionate DJ Podcast. I'm your host, David Michael. This is the one and only Trip Turlington. What up? How you doing, my friend? I'm good. Uh, it's just been a busy couple of weeks. Yeah. Few, yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back to the studio, man. It's good <laughs> to see you. Right, right. So you've yeah. had some uh, fun at work and some fun at home, and it's just been one of, the, one of those kind of moments where things happen all at once. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, man, I know how that feels. <laughs> it does. It all just kind of converged, you know. Um, uh, uh, people may have picked up in the past that I, I work in IT, so... Uh, you know, had a severe outage at work. And then on top of that, it was all happening on the same day that my wife was having some surgery. So like, you know, just trying to balance all of that. And we were like, ah, well, shit. Um, so, um, but you got a new toy. Yeah. I was going to say that. So now that everything is kind of leveling out now, um, uh, uh, I'm close to graduating, um, with my, with my undergrad and so Gina, uh, authorized a family purchase. Thank you, Gina. <laughs> and, uh, but, um, as a, um, uh, congratulatory, you know, um, uh, gift, uh, she, um, uh, let me go and order the native instruments, uh, S 49 Mark II, uh, the complete Ooh. control, but, um, I was going to do it myself and I, I, I wasn't even going to say anything about the thing and just, you know, I'll, I'll buy it later when, you know, when I've saved up all my nickels. Right. But uh, in true native instruments fashion, <laughs> Hey, here's this super limited edition, blah, 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 blah. And that was all like uh hook, line and sinker. They got me. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. So, so I got the, the blackout the edition. Black, oh, yeah. Man. So it's all black keys. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I know, like, I don't know what it is. Like, just hearing that i'm like okay they're black keys like a whatever <laughs> right. gimmicky but right. like seeing it oh yeah man, yeah was so yeah i, don't know, <laughs> I was murdered to, out yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> well because it's it it is the whole thing is that mat you know like all the, the other um uh native instruments gear it's you know the mat finish everywhere else but then you know the the fatar bed keys and all that and they're yeah. all black and uh, uh yeah i was i was the same way I, I kept telling myself like it's not gonna look the same as it does in all the press releases and all the photoshopped photos like stop working yourself up but at the same time i was like man but it would look so sweet <laughs> Ooh, maybe, maybe you could spend a week or two with it and then bring it over to the studio yeah. and we'll do a little video on oh it. yeah That'd yeah yeah cool yeah because so far it's it, it's it's really slick like uh so i'm an ableton i'm an ableton live user so what i was able to do um just in the first night was you know get it install it get it all registered and everything and then download all of the other packs that come with it um and then go through ableton live and then get it all set up in the daw for um you know the midi in midi out and daw control because that's the other thing that's really slick about this thing is it doesn't just control complete control now like you can actually like maneuver through ableton with it too oh, it's like a proper ableton yeah controller. yeah so like and, it, and there's like so there's these two lcd screens on this thing so you can actually pull up uh the vst and like go through presets and all that kind of stuff but then you can hit another 
button and then it brings up your Ableton Live mixer. Oh, and then you can man. like, yeah, you can sit there and play with the controls in, in the mixer and you don't even have to touch so your like, laptop or a mouse or none of that. That's super like, cool. Oh. Yeah. Because so. that's what's always kind of been missing from that sort of like machine complete control kind of workflow right. is like they're like, we know most of our customer base uses Ableton. Right. But there was just no real like proper integration with all that stuff, even with like the machine studio behind you mm-hmm. and this, like all this setup in right. Complete 10. Like you can hack it together sort of, but it's not really like, okay, that's controlling this now. Then you got to select, oh, it's controlling this now. Right. And, like right. now it's like integrated. And well, that's, in the way that's I, so appealing. Right. Especially because that's how I set up my, my Ableton templates, you know? So, yeah. you know, being a working guy with kids, all of, you know, and going to school and, you know, just everything in life. Like when I sit down in my studio, I just want to sit down and either noodle around or, or, or write. Like I just yeah. want to get to it. So, um, you know, I've, I've created the, some pretty elaborate templates and it's evolved quite a bit over the years, but that's what I was doing, uh, last night actually was once I got everything installed. Okay. And then figure out, you know, how to tweak it. And yeah. okay. So then I set up my entire template to include that unit. So now I can so like, you do just, like housekeeping shit. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So do you think it like a lot of times when I get new gear, like that's all the inspiration that I need to, to work on a new project. Or something. Like, so have you, have you gotten to that stage yet? Or is that next? Um, no, I, I, I want to play with it. Yeah. I did a little <laughs> bit last night. So I fired it up at first I, because I'm not a piano player. So mm-hmm. that was the first thing my wife said was a 49, you know, the 49 key. She goes, that's big. Like, <laughs> I was like, hey, ain't the biggest one they make. <laughs> but uh um but I did get the forty nine um because uh they didn't make the the Mark II in the twenty five because when you see the screens and the layout of the buttons and all that stuff, like and the knobs, it, it, there's just not enough room to take or, that portability away. Right. Or you would just make such a large twenty five key that it defeats the purpose. Yeah. So um so yeah, I, I I went ahead and I did uh uh I threw on, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, serum makes it, um, uh, you know which one I'm talking about? Uh, Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I was thinking of silence. It, no, serum. Or, serum. Yeah. Serum is the, the VST, but, uh, I'm not a piano player. So I threw Cthulhu on there, you know, and, and played around with, you know, the different, uh, I don't mm. know if you've ever played with that one. Mm-hmm. That, so, it's okay, haters. Send all hate mail to trip at. Um, but uh, so, um, what Cthulhu is? is it's um, a VST, and you can map it to other VSTs. But um, the value in this thing is that it's got preset chord patterns uh, that, that, like, so you can pick, you know, your um, like um, your key and different pattern uh, libraries and stuff like that. And then you literally just hit one key, another key, another key, another key, and it just plays okay. gotcha. a, a whole bunch of different you know chords. Then you can sit there and play with it until you find a chord progression you like. So you could probably say, like, now I want you to <coughs> arpeggiate this, or now Correct. I want you to play this as a solid chord or right. whatever. And there's a bunch of things that do that. Actually, that Native Instruments uh, Complete Control does that too. Yeah, the um, keyboards have some built-in functionality. Mm-hmm. 
personality. Correct. For that. Yeah. yeah. And the really like cool part. Send MIDI yeah. Doing that. And the yeah. really cool part about that is that uh, they also have the light guide. So if you're yeah. trying to learn scales and chords and all of that kind of stuff, like it will light up which keys that you should you know put your f- actual fingers on. So it, it, it acts as an educational tool too. But uh, if all you're trying to do is just bang something out, Cthulhu is really good at it. And then once you find something that you like, and then, you know, you put so like if it's CDEF is the four keys that you have to push to get the chord progression you like out of Cthulhu, then you just hit export and then it will actually generate the MIDI notes for all of those chords. Gotcha. So now you've actually got that and then you can copy and paste that wherever you need. Yeah, exactly. I've got a few tools like that, uh, Cthulhu, and and then I use... um, uh, all the stuff from mixed in key I was now. Say, was it Ca- Captain Chords? Captain Did, everything. I, I yeah, feel yeah. like they they came out with a new. They something came out with a bunch recently. of yeah, yeah. yeah. Captain Chords, Captain Deep, Captain Melody, or something, and then now they've got Captain Rhythm that just came yeah. out. I just got the email the other day. Yeah, from I should, Yakov. I should look that up. But does it do they sell them in packages or are they? Is it kind of like a DLC microtransaction I, model I, or I'm, how does that? I, I'm not sure. Um, uh, full disclosure, they uh, you know I bought. Uh, Odyssey and mm-hmm. when I bought mixed in key and then um, after we did an interview with them then I, you know they, they upgraded my license and I haven't paid for anything since oh. <laughs> okay <laughs> so thank you mixed in key hey. um, so um, so I, I do use their 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 tool as well so all of that to say yes last night I put um, uh, uh, Cthulhu on just so I could play, you know, with, <laughs> with chords that actually sound decent together. Yeah. <laughs> so, and just, I mean, I think I even sent you a text and said, man, all having all these keys in front of me. Now I really want to learn how to actually like play, like, <laughs> like I can, you know, noodle around and get, you know, some chords and, you know, I've, I've been doing this long enough that I can do that, but I don't sure. like play. Um, so like having 49 keys in front of me instead of, cause I mean, practically the entire time I've ever messed with music I've never had anything bigger than 25 keys yeah. that's all I need to that's bang a, out that's an a idea. single hand kind of instrument yeah. yeah but uh you know so now having that in front of me now it's like oh <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it yeah I, so far I love it uh, yeah it um, sounds awesome man um I hope that you can uh, find some time to uh, mess oh, with yeah. all that stuff. Cause I will. I, I will I, be I, making time now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, well, I, you've been so busy, and I know, yeah. I know how it feels to, like, get a new thing, and then, like, life happens, and you're yeah. like, oh, like, I can't justify <laughs> playing with my new thing, but also can't think about anything else. It's like, right, you know, right. your brain starts going crazy, and then, you know, a week later, you're like... Am I am I allowed to touch it? Now? Right. right. <laughs> There's like well, a weird guilt thing or something. No doubt. And my wife, the uh, ever the comedian. Um, so last night, uh, once we got uh, the the kid in bed, and then I'm I'm going and you know trying to you know get everything else around the house picked up. Okay, this or that. Now I can just dedicate what some time I'm gonna play with this, and then. Uh, she was. She came in. She came into the kitchen just as I was finishing up the dishes, and she was all like, "So, uh, I think um, uh, there's like a Dateline on, or I think there's something. You know, haven't really had. We haven't seen any, that much of each other the last couple of weeks. Would you like to sit and watch a show with me or something?" And I was all like, and I, "So I knew what she was doing. So I turned her back around. Her, yeah, I would love to." <laughs> and then she looks back in the studio, looks at me. 
That's a good woman. Right, right. <laughs> well, and the funny part is, so uh, shout out to Jack Sheets, Mr. Shifter. Uh, he had put up a post earlier about some scent that he picked mm-hmm. up. And um, <laughs> the, that was the first thing my wife said. She was like, she tagged me and she says, no. And I was no. like, <laughs> That's that only takes one sometimes, you know. Oh, you yeah. buy one, and it's like, well, I mean, it really could use like a complimentary bluckety bluck. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jack knows that especially. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, and I picked it up from a musician's friend. Uh, I was telling you before before the show, I've got a friend that works there, um, and she got me a pretty decent deal. So I was like, you know, of course I'm going to jump on that. But then it turned around, and then I earned so much in like in backstage bucks pass uh, <laughs> or backstage pass yeah. bucks or something like that. So like in, in like 45 days, it, uh, that money drops into my account and then I can spend it just like cash. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, Oh, you guys are evil. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Cause I won't have that thing paid off yet, but I'm going to go and spend more money now. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. The, the parallels here though, cause your, your, your wife played a role in getting you native instruments gear and my role, my wife played a role in getting this in it because I woke up from a nap and this stuff had arrived, you know? And I was like, what? I remember that. Why? What? Like, huh? oh, I just, you said you wanted it. And I was like, damn, damn baller. Okay. It's <laughs> right. like, I was thinking I was like, save up for six months or something. But right, that was right. cool. Yeah. Yeah, for so, yeah. sure. And it, yours is the 88 or 81. It's the uh, 61. 61. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause we had studio and control S 61. Yeah. Cause we had the S 88. In Dayton Studios. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man. Yeah. See those took up the, most of the desk, but <laughs> doesn't it have like weighted keys and stuff too, or semi-weighted or? Uh, yeah, the semi-weighted Fatar bed, yeah. What, what, but yeah, yeah. And that's uh, yeah, that was good stuff. But the, it's kind of like so. This one's the the Mark One right release, but the Machine Studio had a lot of the stuff that made it into the like Mark II stuff Mm -hmm. in it. So kind of having the combination of the two, I've been able to kind of have that functionality, but now they're adding all the cool new stuff and the DAW integration. I'm like, like I have literally no reason to upgrade (laughs) stuff like that. (laughs) I did the same thing. It works fine. (laughs) I did the exact same thing. And I hardly have really been able to touch it lately. So it's like, but that's, that's kind of part of it for me is like, what I hinted to earlier is like when I get a new thing, then like, all of a sudden that's enough motivation to like get me diving into it. And, and I feel like, like I'm rejuvenating the hobby a little bit. Right. You know right. what I mean? And that's, that's been a struggle for me for new pr- gear production for years. I've been talking it on the show for years. Right. Right. New know? gear and basement floods, right? In basement. <laughs> Yes, basement floods. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that was that was uh, quintessential there. Uh, <laughs> basement's flooding. I'm going to sit down and play the piano. Yep. <laughs> Just like water running under my feet. Right, right. Now, so for those who don't know, I shared a, a video of me just playing the piano when my, my the, a lot of the stuff that's in the studio, for those of you watching the YouTube version, used to be in my basement, which flooded. Uh, most of this stuff survived, obviously, but the, uh, the flooring was trashed and everything, and I just walked in, and I'd spent years slowly building this room, you know, and I just like, <laughs> yeah. what do you do? Right. So I, just, I sat down, and I just started... Playing, playing nothing in particular, just improv, and I yeah. recorded it and posted it to Facebook, like <laughs> trying to make something out of it, you know. 
But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so just yeah, get, uh, get it where you can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm the same way. Uh, a lot of inspiration can come to me just by having something flashy and new in front of me, so that mm-hmm. I can kind of play with it. Um, that's that's, uh, but that's a hard thing to do on a regular basis, right. you know. Because, I mean, it's just kind pure, of feeding the beast, there. right? And it's just pure cost prohibitive, you know. If I had to buy a toy every time I got or that I lost motivation or lost inspiration, geez, I'd be broke, you know. Yeah. But the good part is, is this stuff has really good resellability. So, like, I've already sold my S twenty five, um, and put that towards you know the purchase of this thing. I've got a couple of other pieces that I that I don't ever touch anymore so i can get rid of those and you know just making sure that um you know i'm i'm keeping my studio as tidy as possible trying not to be a pack rat and um but then you know finding that inspiration in something new yeah so it's i'm i'm finding a little frustrating because i've kind of had this problem for years with production but it's kind of creeping into dj oh yeah big time this big time not able to find the time thing yeah uh for me, it, it, I mean, it's the exact same story, um, except for I don't have anything new to play with. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, I I always stare at my wish list, you know, the Nexus setup or, you know, or even now I'm I'm taking bigger and bigger looks at uh, at bigger and longer looks at, at the at the Den and Prime stuff. Uh, yeah. Only and not because I think they're they're going to make everybody change their writer, blah blah blah. You know, none of the marketing hype, but just because feature for feature, and and and, and in terms of quality, it's 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 a comp. It's it's not just comparable, but it surpasses in in functionality. So yeah. if you can get everything that you get out of a Nexus setup plus uh, save some money and get more stuff that the Nexus setup doesn't do, <clears throat> then. Uh, you know, it does make me take a, a longer look at it. Ultimately, I'm a pioneer fanboy, though. So, like, I'm not a fanboy of their marketing model, <laughs> you know? but um, but when it comes down to it, like, if I had that kind of money to spend on on an all new DJ setup, I probably would go Nexus too. But I don't. So, what I'm what my studio at home, I've got uh, the SZ, uh, the original Gen One, and uh, a couple of Technic uh, 1200 Mark IIs that I've I've heavily modified, customized. But um, but that's my setup. the The biggest change that I've made lately in the last six months to a year is I bought a full license of uh, record box because mm. record box would work with my SZ, but it doesn't work outside <clears throat> on anybody else's gear because I didn't own the license. I only owned the license that went with my SZ. And did, did the, was it the Oakenfold show? Did it have a role in you kind of wanting to get more record boxy? Did, am I remembering that correctly? Or am I making kind that of. up? I, well, I had been um, wanting to go more record box for a while um, only because it, it's more ubiquitous, right? I can I can go to almost any gig, and there's right. Pioneer gear there. Like unless and if not, then you know somebody will say, "Hey, you need to bring your own stuff," you know, or whatever. And so I mean, I ended up selling my SL1, my SL3. Like I've sold all of my Serato stuff except for the SZ, and I don't ever take that. That has never left my studio. Yeah. So if the only place that I use Serato is at home. But everywhere else I can use record box, then what am I doing here? Yeah. Like, you know what why yeah. haven't I already made that switch? And um 
uh, again, Jack, uh, Mr. Shifter, he and I, you know, he made the jump long before I did. And I kept pining over it. And it's like, uh, it's a hundred and however many dollars without DVS, you know, so like, right. you know, DVS is extra. So that was always a, a prohibitive thing for me too. And it was just like, you know, for the half a dozen gigs that I play, you know, like uh, per year, like, uh, eh, not, not so much. Yeah. Ultimately, I want to get into playing again more often yeah. to justify that cost. But even DVS, it's just something that I do at home now. Nobody ever has techniques at, at a gig anymore. Yep. So for me, it's just it, I, I, I finally did make that switch and was able to, okay, I'm all in on Rekordbox now. Now everything's on my thumb drives and I just go and, you know, it, it just works. I'm having similar kind of feelings about Tractor. For the same exact reasons. Like, I'm only really using Tractor here now, right, right. whereas that wasn't always the case before. Like, I w it used to be that I was always bringing whatever I was playing on to the gig. Right. And now it's to the point where I necessarily, I'm not always doing that. It's usually, like, it's actually way easier to <laughs> show up with thumb drives or whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I, I'm kind of a Tractor fanboy. I like Tractor, and it's part of the, you know, part of the experience for me is using what I like and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. And not that I dislike Rekordbox by any means, but I'm like, okay, Tractor makes sense if I start pursuing a slightly different direction, like I've thought about, where I'm like incorporating some more live elements. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm like Ableton Link synchronizing right, it right. to my machine stuff or right. going a little more live direction, adding some keys and whatever to it. Side note, that's actually pretty cool. I've done a little bit of that stuff at home. I've where, played with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, pretty cool stuff. Not, I've not really tried to perform with it. Oh, no, no, you no. You know, yeah, but... No, just playing at home. <laughs> enough to be like, how easy is this really? Oh, that easy. Like, it just started working, right? <laughs> right so, right. I'm like, okay, then if, if it does that and I'm actually bringing a rig, like a, I'm bringing a keyboard and a machine studio and a mixer or something like that, mm -hmm. then I'm going to stick with Tractor because right. it's it's great for nerdy shit like that. Right. But, but for the regular DJ gig, it's just kind of a hassle. Mm -hmm. So, now it's like what I end up doing is going into my Tractor stuff that I play at home and then I export whatever playlist and take that music out, put it in a record box and bring that so that right. I don't risk leaving my $2,000 laptop at the gig or something. Right. You know? And so right. that's you, the other do? side of it too, is that, um, you know, one of the things that, um, I was looking at was, uh, like the XDJ, um, is it RX two or yeah. Yeah. The, and the one that's all standalone. Mm -hmm. Now I was looking at that too, because I mean, you know, Thankfully, finally, things are starting to all, you know, starting to move to those all-in-one units. And, uh, you know, I think a bunch of us have been waiting for that for a long time. But then again, you know, it, if it's going to be a pioneer setup, it's all going to be in record box. There's virtually no difference between that and then my SZ with my MacBook. I prepare it and then I take the mm -hmm. thumb drive with me because I'm not going to take that thing out to a gig. Yeah. So if they've already got Pioneer gear. So it's why just... spend yourself into a problem where you are um, losing two channels? And <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> right. that's, that's the thing. Like feature for feature, it seems like a downgrade when you come from the world of like even something for me, it was like Control S8 or even before mm -hmm. that Control S4. Right. Okay. Control S4 was like what, 500 bucks or something, Roughly, whatever maybe, it yep. was uh, when it came out. And I used that for a million years and I could do like perfect looping every time without even thinking about it i didn't even like do any 
track prep, I just trusted that it was going to work because it did. <laughs> right. Like, and like the effects were great and the, like, I liked everything about it and it was four channels and then they added remix decks and, mm -hmm. and stems and all that stuff. And they gave functionality to the older controllers to do that stuff. Right. Right. And, and so then I look at something like the RX2, which is great, but I'm like, for me, it doesn't make any sense. Why would I right. do that? It's like doubling, tripling my price to limit myself. Right, right. So hardware manufacturers, we would love free gear to, <laughs> to review. Please change our mind. Right. Um, and this comes uh, from, I mean, one of our, I think our most popular uh hardware review video on YouTube now is the RX2 mm. and it's very well received. Everybody, oh, yeah, they love sure. it. And yeah. people are getting on there to comment on that video to say that they love that thing. They already have it. So, yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, they're not like expecting me to sell it to them. Oh yeah. No, no, no. So, I mean, it's, it's great. It's just f for me when I look at things like, it's just like when you buy a car, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, this might be a better car in this way or that way or more practical for this situation or that situation. But right. if you show me a, $2,000 car versus a $20,000 car that has less features. <laughs> right, I got to right. think about that. Yeah, exactly. Know. And so all of that to go back to, you know, motivation and DJ, you know, life happens and we've, we've covered, uh, in the past, um, you know, we, we've got some episodes out there where we, we talk about, you know, uh, uh, busy DJs with day jobs and, how do you make time and how, and, and all of that kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I think this is a, uh, an interesting time to kind of talk about, you know, inspiration and motivation and, and the loss of it, because it's been a very interesting couple of years for me, you know? So, okay. Can, um, can you hold that thought really quick? Sure, this sure. is a uh, right about the halfway mark. So this would be a great time to mention Patreon and then we oh, can yeah. jump straight into that. Cool. Uh, because Patreon is uh, how you can support the passionate DJ podcast. If you love what we're doing here, uh, you can get access to all our great bonus content. And uh, we've been having a lot of meetings about what kind of additional bonus content we're going to be adding for patrons out there. Uh, those of you who are in there seem to love it and we get uh, a lot of encouragement from you guys. And so we want to share that with more people. So hit up patreon.com forward slash passionate DJ and get access to, like I said, it's like the bonus segments, extra interviews, side conversations, deleted scenes, fart um, noises and dick jokes. <laughs> right. Yeah. All this, <laughs> we're actually really raunchy and ridiculous all the time. We just save that for after party. So we do. Yeah. Oh, you been... didn't. You didn't realize that was getting published. Oh yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> also check out our merch, passionatedj.com/slash/merch. You can get. Uh, well, you can't get the shirt that Trip's wearing. You can get a variant of this one. This one only comes out every once in a while for Halloween. The but blackout. That's the blackout, blackout edition. Uh, those of you listening on the radio audience, Trip has the classic logo. He's rocking it today. Mm-hmm. The uh, horizontal passionate DJ logo. Uh, you can get those in uh, I think white on black and black on white, and a couple different variants there. Uh, we also have the Deep Houses for Lovers mm -hmm. and uh, the Coexist shirt. You can check that out. DJ Access wore that on his interview a couple of shows back. So those are some ways you can support the Passionate DJ podcast if you love what we're doing. Yep. Um, so I'm sorry I cut you off. No, 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 no. Um, what was the last thing that you said? So just saying that like this is an interesting time for me. That I'm like, you know, it, it's been an interesting couple of years, you know, period. I mean, it, and, uh, talked about a couple of things that have happened with me over the over that time. But like, especially it feels like over the last year, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really hitting school 
hard mm-hmm. to uh, to try to finish that. <clears throat> you know, my 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 youngest daughter is three and a half. Uh, my oldest daughter is 17 and the one in between them is 14. So it's like, you know, with all, um, you know, with all of life, you know, right there, it, it, it has been increasingly hard to make sure that I can keep my hands on, on stuff. And that's production and DJing when it, but like we said before, at least with the production every so often, um, you know, if I buy a new toy there then okay that 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 at least gets me going again and yeah. you know get some more juices flowing with djing though it has to be a very deliberate effort because there's nothing out there that i feel the juice is worth the squeeze you know i mm. don't want to spend i can't i don't have the money to spend on a nexus 2 setup which is what i want but there's nothing else out there that i feel will effectively give me anything that replaces my sz turntables and you. laptop so if there's nothing out there that i can justify buying then you know it's it it can be increasingly hard to take the dust cover off and and actually fire that stuff up so there's um, no real ferrari for you or or the ferrari might be the nexus setup <laughs> right 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 so you know it what what i find normally happens is it's my three-year-old you know she'll she'll see me i'll be in the studio and if, if i'm in there sometimes and this is uh as a side note from a philosophical side uh, uh aspect I'm probably screwing myself in terms of like motivation and getting creative juices flowing um, and being in a safe, like um, creative space because my studio also doubles as my office. Ah. So, you know, work laptop, you know, my MacBook doubles as, you know, DJ production studio and, you know, work at school and all that stuff. So, so a lot of times she'll see me in there and I'm actually doing homework or I'm actually working, but you know, I've got a, um, a micro Korg and, uh, it's got these itty bitty tiny little keys. Um, and I got it, I bought it <laughs> specifically because of the little keys it, <laughs> and it's got a really nasty respace, like preset already in it. But, um, but Ellie can come in my, my three-year-old and, and she's got, you know, little three-year-old fingers. And so she can come up there and I've got it on a, on a stand right next to my <laughs> desk and she comes up, you know, so nice. she has a blast with it. Um, put the bow coder on and she knows to, you know, talk uh-huh. into it as she's pushing the buttons. Okay. Oh yeah. She's, she's getting into it, but you know, she's also three. So that lasts all of, I don't know, seven to 10 minutes. Um, and then, Bing, and she turns around and then she wants to go and she wants to play music because that is actual like you know there's music involved and it gets loud and it's fun and there's a bunch of blinking lights and she can play with the platters and all of that stuff right. so um, same reason we all got into <laughs> right 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 <laughs> so you know i'll 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 uh, you know i'll i'll go get a a a uh, step stool or whatever pull it up to it <laughs> let her nice. let her stand up there and just bang away on it but then like you know, then inside my own head, I'll be all like, you know, that's not why all of this stuff is here. Like, that's a good thing. I want to encourage that for her, but this is my stuff. Like, why yeah. am I not playing with it? And, and and everything I keep coming back to is just I don't have the time. But then when I do have the time, I'm either exhausted or I'm distracted or I'm just not feeling that motivation or inspiration. But the craziest part 
and and people say it and it sounds absolutely ridiculous and it just doesn't make any sense until you are in that headspace but the only way you can fix it is to just do it like that like there have been um i'd say in the last six months i can count on one hand thinking three times uh actually let's call it a year uh because one time i actually fired up uh facebook live like mm. you know yeah i don't have any of the attachments my audio <laughs> sounded like shit you know it just was what it was but i just you know i fired stuff up and went at it um but yeah three to five times in the last year and as daunting as it felt you know coming up to it turning everything on taking the dust cover off and you know it just even picking the first track like it was just you know you know, I haven't touched this stuff in forever. I'm not going to sound good. I'm not going to feel it like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And and just trying to get to that space where, okay, once the first track is on, get through the first mix and then, okay, well, let's see how the next mix goes and so on and so forth. And the craziest part is that like, I'm very particular about how I mix, you know, I, I'm, I'm very much like Tony and, and, um, and some others out there where I really like seamless mixing. Mm-hmm. I'm not the best at it. Like I'm, I'm not saying that you can, you can listen to my mixes and you don't know when, when song ends and the other starts, but there's some aspects to that. There's a, there's a particular smoothing that I, I, or, you know, that a blending style that I have. And if you don't know your tracks, that's a very hard thing to pull off. Mm, right. So, um, what I have found is that like, once I'm a couple of tracks in and I, and Hey, this is just like riding a bike. Like, <laughs> and then I start feeling it and get my fat yeah. rolls going. Like, cause you know, like I'm over 40 now and weight doesn't come off like it used to, but, um, yeah, you know, just kind of getting it going. And then all of a sudden I find myself in that headspace. And then next thing I know, an hour or an hour and a half has passed by. That's and, a good point. But, and then I sit there and I kick myself in the ass. Like I should have recorded that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I get that. So, because I'm the same way. Like, even with sometimes, what I'll do is like, since I I do have the same problem where I work in the same area that I'm creative. Yeah, but so that distracts me from both right. <laughs> things. Right. So like sometimes I'll take a break and I'll just be like, I'm just going to, I'm going to put like a record on. I'm just going to pick something random and get some use out of these damn turntables. Right? right. And I'll slap a record on and then I'll be like, Oh man, I, like I remember this track. This is a great track. And then I'll pick out another one. Like oh, I'll just I'll just beat match this one real quick just for fun. Like I don't even get my headphones out. I just like turn it up a little and do and listen and beat match it. And then I'm like, all right, maybe I got half an hour. And like I find myself mixing. <laughs> right, you know what I right. mean? And it's like, shit. That's all I needed to do was just decide to do it. Right. Instead of sitting here bitching about how I never have time to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Which. Right. I, feels true <laughs> but well, I mean, i'm not just like trying to make excuses for, right. for not doing it but right. you know and and that's the hard thing for me because i mean or for you know a lot of people i'm sure uh sorry i keep hitting the thing and act like i've never done this before so um <laughs> but uh um you know for me it's like uh, there, there is no one in the world that can look at my schedule and say that that is not a true statement that i just don't right. have the a plethora of time to to devote to this stuff and and djing aside even in my production life like in the in the amount of time that i can find the time to do some stuff what i end up with is 8 10 12 
15, 20 loops. You know, it's yeah. all it's all that, you know, endless yep. loop syndrome where I get a good loop and I feel like that's a that's that's going to be a great idea. I'll come back to it. But then when I come back, you know, uh, a couple nights later or, you know, two weeks later or two months later, eh, it's OK, but I'm not feeling that anymore. So then I start the next one. Gotcha. And, and, and there's a whole psychology behind that. There's a bunch of like courseware. Uh, there's a bunch of groups. I've mentioned them on the show before. Uh, uh, Warp Academy, Academy.fm, Cymatics, uh, um, uh, Ill Gates. You know, there, there's a whole bunch of people out there who dedicate their the, part of their career to helping producers overcome challenges like that. And they have all broken it down into like a science. Like once you've got a loop or once you've got that first track on, then it, that's really all it is, is it's okay. This is what I'm doing right now. Mm. And just, okay. I'm, that's, that's what I'm doing. And then you just do it for the, the production side. It's okay. I've got a, I've got a loop. Well now let's turn it into a song. So instead of an eight bar loop, you know, you start bring you, you just take it, literally take it and copy it for six minutes and then go back through and then refine it down. And then once you've got, you see a structure, then it, it changes your mentality because once you see that structure, Oh, well, this is an intro. I don't need this, 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 or this. And then, Oh, this is the buildup. I don't need all of these things, but I am going to need this riser, um, you know, breakdown and, drops and all that stuff like you start thinking about it in terms of a song not a loop right so going back to djing though same kind of concept like you know it, it's it's one of those things where i'm thinking man the the concept of recording a mix is so freaking daunting <laughs> and then like because i put so much th i don't just grab 10 12 15 tracks and then just start mixing like if i'm going to put Get out a mix head. yeah if i'm <laughs> going to put out a mix it's not because i just hit record i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that um, because there are lots of people who do it and 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 they come out great and and that's how some people just flow that's not my flow um, if I get when I play a show you know there's a little bit of pre-work there's a little bit of you know mental you know preparation and stuff that goes into it but for the most part once I'm up on a stage aside from maybe a mix or two I'm pretty much winging it out of some pre selected crates you know yeah. for the night um but when i'm if i'm going to put out a mix and i'm going to put my name on it and i'm going to say i recorded this at this time of of my life and career and i'm putting it out for a demo purpose so if you know by chance a tony desero or you know uh, uh any name any large promoter is going to hear that you know this is going to be representative of who I am on their decks. Right. And, you know, so I don't take stuff like that very lightly. And then as an artist, I like to think about stuff, you know, like what's a theme, even if it's the yeah. most subtle, ridiculous theme that nobody else is going to pick up on at all. Like at all. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, to I totally get it. Get it. Cause it gives you like a, like a framework mm -hmm. to, to build around. Like right. it gives, it gives the mix a sense of purpose while you're creating it. Right. Right. So like, you know, I've done it, it just having a focus, like I'm going to create a mix of that blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I can do that. Right. And, and that's one thing is like, that I've said before, I think this is again, a blessing and a curse is that when I'm feeling this way, a lot of times what I do is I'm like, I need a, I need a project. Mm. Like I'm not just going to DJ more. I need right. to like 
create a blah 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 which blah 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 mm-hmm. like i need i need right, to right. play at this place in this place or i need to create a mix or i need to create a series or something i have some focus right right so but then me saying that is also kind of like giving myself permission to continue not doing the little <laughs> shit in between right exactly well because i mean that that's the hardest thing for me is that i think about things like um you know like the oakenfold show like I look at my, my equipment and I, and I psych myself out because I, I'll tell myself I should not be just firing it up to play around. If I'm going to fire that thing up, I need to go and record that mix because people are asking for it. Right. And But if I don't have the time, energy, or am I'm not in the mental space to go back through my history and put everything in order and then run through it a couple of times to make sure that I do it right... Or, or do it as close to live show as it, as it was, you know, then, you know, that's, that's just too much work. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's, so then I psych myself out if that's too much work, but I can't not do that, you know, then yeah. you can't turn it on and just play a few tracks either. Like, right. it's just one of those things where like, I know I'm totally in my own head. And I, yeah. I'm sure I'm not the only one that does that. No, I, because I, I'm sure there's other people out there going, "What in the f- <laughs> is he talking about? Just turn it on and play." Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's like a weird form of anxiety or, or what it is, but it's, right. yeah, it's it, it's definitely a hold up. And I know that we're not the only ones because so over here you'll see that there's a stack of vinyl records here. Oh, nice. These um were are ones that uh, our friend Tommy. Okay. From the Bedrock episode. Yeah, I see Vinyl Groover already. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He, he picked these out because he's working on a mix. I talked him into it. Oh, nice. Because he's kind of the same way, except for he doesn't like immerse himself in DJ culture every week like we do. Right, right. right. So, but I know that, that it does something for him, mm-hmm. right? And so I, he was over the last time and I said, I'm like, buddy, I've got the mixer. I've got the, the audio mixer to record the <laughs> output. I've got the cameras. Yeah. I've got the lighting. And I've got texts and all of your records from 15 years ago. Right, like, right. You want to record something and we'll just see if you like it. It's like, I've got it. I've even got a channel to put it on. Right, <laughs> It's right, like, whatever right. you want. Like, let's put something together. Right. And he was like, you know, I think I will. And so he's, he started grabbing a stack and he's come over, going to come over and practice. And that's awesome. Put some stuff together. I was going to say, because so. you've been on him for a while I, to do this. <laughs> I have. And I have no right to be because I'm in the same <laughs> predicament really right but that i mean so that kind of leads me into it it's like okay the difference is that i i have created a situation for myself where i get to be surrounded in dj stuff Mm -hmm. and talk about it all the time and research it all the time and i know way more than i ever did about it after doing this show for several years you know what i mean right and so it's cool because i'm involved in it all the time but so if I'm sitting in a room and it's off camera and I know they can't see it, but on that whiteboard over there is a bunch of shit I got to do. Oh, right. Right. It's a, there's a mind map that says passionate DJ and it just branches out into a billion different directions. Yeah. And that's not even the to do list. That's like just getting my mind organized so I can create the to do lists that will right. follow. Right. So I look at something like that and, and it's like, okay, if I'm going to do DJ related stuff, do I, should I go play some records or should I create a piece of content about DJing? Right. Right. Which is what I also like doing. And it's like, okay, I feel like I'm kind of like constantly behind on, you know, like the, the content creation thing oh. is brutal. I mean, if, oh yeah. If you've never tried to be, you know, a, a YouTuber 
or something like that. Right. I mean, it's YouTube thrives on constant delivery of content. Yeah. You just got to keep spitting it out there and it's got to be great. Well, and yeah, so that's it's, the only, it's I, brutal. I, 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 I fully believe that that's the only way that we grew as much as we did organically was, uh, by really locking ourselves down and doing weekly, uh, mm -hmm. I almost said deployments, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's essentially you what off it is, right, right. <laughs> but, um, you know, but by releasing weekly content like that, uh, you know, keeps everybody engaged and involved, but, um, uh, to that point, I mean, um, you know, you, I, since I have taken, you know, kind of a step back, I, I'm, I don't know if, um, our more, um, seasoned veteran listeners have noticed or, or, or whatnot. Um, I've received a couple of messages, so I miss you guys too. But, um, you know, since doing that, like it's, um, it, I know that, you know, how much all of that actually entails, you know? So yeah, it's, it, it's not a, um, uh, it, it's not for the faint of heart, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's because it can become all-consuming, and no matter and how much you love something, it's a very different thing to just DJ every week because you love it, and then to talk about it, and then try to you know make it your thing, like you know, yeah, and, and build and a business around it, and build a brand around it, and and all of that. Th like, that's the key right there, because like it's. I, like, I also don't really want to complain about it. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. You know right. what I mean? It's like, oh, poor David and his first world problems. He's <laughs> crying over his YouTube channel right, and his right. <laughs> expensive DJ gear. Yeah, it's a very millennial problem. Yeah, yeah. so it's like... <laughs> It's not like I hate doing it. Like right. I love this shit. Like right. it's so it's it's but it is but there's work. a guilt factor yeah, when yeah. I stop doing it. Right, and then it becomes. Uh, close to an obsession and then it becomes hard to then that's where the guilt comes in it's like oh I feel guilty for not spending time with my wife or not guilty right. for working on my other business or for not spending time at the decks and living in guilt sucks oh yeah and uh, I'm, I, I because we know each other so well I know that uh, Stacy is very much like Gina in that they at least understand that about us and, yeah, and absolutely. you gotta have that creative space you know like when, when Gina and I first moved in together and Okay, so this room right here will be my studio, right? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> but it, it wasn't much of a conversation. It was, oh, yeah, he's going to need that space, yep. you know, to do that thing. I said, I need a room and a garage. <laughs> Right. You can have Every, the rest of the do house. Do whatever you want to the rest. It was exactly what I said. <laughs> so, <laughs> a new place for my car, place for my toys. Yeah, exactly. Care. Exactly. So, you know, um, but so I think for me, like that's the, that's the big thing in lieu of having an unlimited bank account that I can just go buy any and every toy to, you know, uh, to trigger some sort of inspiration or motivation. That's the big thing is that, you know, having that support from, you know, my, from my family and from friends to, to keep pushing me, even though, you mm -hmm. know, I may just not have the time to devote like I would like to, but, um, at least having that, that constant, you know, Hey, maybe you should go do that. Or maybe you should play around a little bit. It doesn't have to be about this thing that you have, you know, preordained or pigeoned your hole with, you know, like, <laughs> That's almost a throwback. At I this know. Point. Right? That's been a while since <laughs> right. you said that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, callbacks, man. Gotta, gotta do them. Um, it's a classic comedian move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, exactly. Um, anyway, but, um, 
you know, that, that you've kind of just, you know, wrapped your own mind around and, and, you know, if you, if, if you hold on to those things, it's like an anchor, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, if, 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 if the anchor is, is down, the ship doesn't go anywhere, you know? So it's, it's trying to find and identify why is it that I'm not doing that thing? And if that reason is a real reason, um, then okay. Like, you know, what can I do to overcome that challenge? Otherwise, I need to be more cognizant for myself and just say, just stop it. Just, okay, if you're not feeling that thing, then you're not feeling that thing. You know, there's not people, you know, dying in third world countries, you know, because you're not making this mix. You know, it, it's, it, 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 you as a creative person, as an artist, you, if you try to force the whole thing, um, uh, through perfection in your own mind, it's not ever going to be what you wanted it to be and you're not going to feel it and it's going to be a painful process. Whereas if you can get yourself out of that mind space and just approach it and just see what happens, you know, force yourself to at least turn it on and and play with it. If you're still not feeling it after a track or two, okay, great. You're not feeling it. But if you do, then now you're getting those things going again and then you start getting more ideas and all of that stuff. So I tell you my, my problem definitely with as far as like, the finding the time thing mm-hmm. is overcommitment mm. is, yeah. is my problem. I straight up like <laughs> you think <laughs> <laughs> wish you guys could see this thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, so the whiteboard you're looking at is split in two and on the right side is passionate DJ on the, on the left is Dayton home team, which is our realty company. So Dayton home team, if you're looking to buy or sell in Ohio, but uh, <laughs> that's a shameless plug. Right. Right. Um, so it's divided into two. Now, and it's uh, what thirty by thirty. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty big. <laughs> and then like the <laughs> before this was all drawn on there, it was divided into like five or six different projects that I had. It wasn't a mind map like that, but mm-hmm. I had like columns of here's what I need to do for this. Right. And here's what I need to like do a for kanban this, type of thing. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, you know, just looking at it, it's like holy shit, I just do too much stuff. <laughs> like, the, it's right. more than one person can do. And right. so, I, you know, I'm what I'm doing right now, then what started that whole mind mapping process for me is I need to see what all I'm responsible for doing or making happen and then start time blocking it. Right. So that I'm committing some set amount of hard hours to each of these projects and then I know when it's okay to turn them off. I don't right. have to turn it off. Right, right. But just... Because for me, the problem isn't that, like, I only want to work set hours and then stop. It's that Mm -hmm. I want to feel okay when I do. Right. I want to be able to go play Call of Duty and not worry about it or something. You know what I mean? So, um, so I'm in the middle of that right now. Yeah. And, and one, one thing about somebody like yourself that has the ability to make your schedule. So like, even if I wasn't at school or wasn't in school anymore, um, you know, or any of the other number of things, but like just working a, an eight to five, you know, traditional career type of thing, you know, some of my best ideas are coming to me, like right as I'm hitting that monster at like two, two thirty in the afternoon yeah. or like even more bizarre, you know, eight, you know, seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning where like before, <laughs> like as I'm getting my first cup of coffee, the coffee machine makes a weird noise and I'm like, <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I think could, there's something I, there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it, so it's just um, that's the that's probably one of the more frustrating things for me is that when I get all my best ideas, 
I'm otherwise allocated. And by the time I can get in front of the keys or in front of the decks, you know, then it's like, well, crap, it's one o'clock in the morning. Right. You know, so I might have an hour of decomp of true decompression time that I can put into this, but like, I'm so exhausted that no, I'm probably just going to go to bed or I yeah. fall asleep at my desk. <laughs> <laughs> that has happened. <laughs> I don't think I ever did that. I did uh, back when I was doing the, the more traditional eight to five type thing. Mm -hmm. found myself taking car naps. <laughs> oh, <quite laughs> lunchtime? <a bit> because, <laughs> well, yeah, you got to realize that Passionate DJ was being conceptualized while I still had a job oh, and yeah, my yeah. other business, my retail business was also being started at the end of that job. And so the only way you can do that is sleep less. Right. <laughs> right. the only way it works. I think there's a song about that. <laughs> Ain't no rest for the wicked. That's right. <laughs> but. So I found my nap at lunchtime, you know, I, yeah. I did have my, uh, my old firebird that I had before the, my current mm -hmm. toy out there, but um, it had T-tops, and so it, it's spring day like today, oh, I would yeah. just take the, the tops off and just... <laughs> drool on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Catch some flies. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, th I think that um, it, it seems silly to me, like when I really think about it, that we spend, or at least that I spend so much time, like wondering why I'm not spending more time doing DJ stuff. Like when like I live in this room, basically. Right, right, so, right. And for us to, to all be doing that seems silly to me. So I feel like we should be like doing that more and like getting together and yeah. like helping each other with this problem. Yep, yep. agreed. Uh, you and me and also Mo and Tony and, and, you know, kind of our extended network. And right. Just getting people over here to do that because like it doesn't have to be for any reason other than to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but we could also, you know, record some cool stuff and, you know... I told uh, Tommy, I said, you know, if, if you're okay with it, I'll set up all the cameras. I'll take cool shots. I'll edit you together. Cool. Like we're making a promo, but we'll right. just do it because it's like reliving your glory days or right. whatever you want to do. You right. Know? And he's like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, we could always hit the local strip club and just have a bunch of girls, you know, do like a, a booby boiler room or something. Like <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Right. <laughs> I mean. I didn't think we were allowed to talk uh, about that one. Anyway, but, uh, now you know what after party is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess we can wrap up there. That's yeah, a pretty good ending. I think so. <laughs> thanks for hanging out, man. Yeah, um, no, thanks for having me back. You're welcome to hang as long as you want and, uh, you know, mix some tunes if you want. And uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week. This has been the Passion DJ Podcast. Keep on spinning. Easy. Thank you.